you can tell Charlie's excited because she's shouting. <laughs> Listen, this is your mom writes books. <laughs> I'm Caitlin McFarland, which is apparently funny. <laughs> I'm just looking at the time and seeing that we're 30 minutes into recording. This. <laughs> I'm Charlie Ann Holmberg, and welcome to season four. Yay! <sighs> you did it, guys. Thank you. Um, thank you guys so much for those of you who have donated to help us out with our audio editing costs and keeping Andy the podcast gremlin fed. If you guys would like to donate, you can go to charlienholmberg.com slash podcast or head over to our Your Mom Writes Books Instagram page and click the link in bio. Today, I thought a great way to start off season four would be to play a little game. <laughs> I'm so afraid and so excited all at once. <laughs> so we mentioned it in an earlier podcast and we talked about it on um, our Instagram that if you guys had any idea for a plot twist or tropes that you like, to please send it to us. And we were going to put it in it. Oh, I forgot my dice. I have some. I was going to put it in a table. And we were going to outline a book based on those things and make it work. Because we talk a lot about how you can make anything work if you, you know, like if you can make it believable or if you can make the history behind it happen or what have you. And so we're going to just like outline a book. Loosely outline a book. We'll see how far we get. Having no idea where we're going. <laughs> okay, so what dice do I need? I have my, my dice right here. I want you to roll a d12. So that's a 12-sided dice for those of you who aren't birds like us. Yes. Um, yes, I have my cool dice bag here that I made for my Yay. cool D&D character who ended up um, being arrested and <laughs> is now in a high-security magical jail. So I have to make a new dice bag eventually. Okay. Roll a d12. Yeah, this is for our setting. Eight. Okay. Okay, this will be interesting. You ready? Oh, no. That makes me afraid. We are going to do a high fantasy. Okay. But it's Bronze Age technology. Oh, I love history. Okay, I'm going to write that down. So we're doing a Bronze Age high fantasy. So, like, so this is basically, like, like Rome, right? Like, cause you can, is Rome Bronze Age? Cause like we could go Rome. No, Rome is, I think Rome is past Bronze Age. I'm gonna look it up. Me too. Rome in the Bronze Age. Yes. It's 3300 BC to 1200 BC. Characterized by the use of bronze, the presence of writing in some areas and mm. other early features of urban civilization. Okay. So this is like, this is. It's like right after Stone Age. It's like, okay, so but Egypt, but Egypt does exist. Yes. And like Sumerian civilizations. So we can still set it in a civilization. It doesn't have to be like they're cavemen. Yes. Okay. Yes, they're not cavemen. We have civilization. Okay. okay are you ready? Maybe. <laughs> this is your character. No. What are you doing? Okay. <laughs> nope. This is what we have to do. Kiss is your character. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It says a light human, I don't know what that means, who is average height and plump with medium frizzy blonde hair, green eyes, a medium skin tone, and a sunburn. They love to sleep. They want to live in a van, but are afraid of fireflies. Okay. So you can't do a van. You're going to have to change that to a cart. They Did they have carts? I don't. Yeah, they would have had the wheel by then. Okay. 
look. You want to look up when the wheel was invented? No. <laughs> I sure okay. it was. I'm going to do mine now. Oh, are we just doing like love interests and st- or like characters? Are we doing a, a character in their love interest or like what are we doing? I don't know. We're going to have, char- I, we're going to have, both have a character. We're going to make it work. <laughs> okay. Okay. My, my character is short and skinny with medium curly gray hair, brown eyes, pale skin tone, and stubble. This is the love interest. Okay. They love to dance. They want to learn to fly, but are afraid of yelling and screaming. <laughs> what? We're going to say short for a man. So like my husband, he is 5'6". He's a silver He's a silver fox. 5'6 is probably still very tall in the Bronze Age, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But he's pale. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I've always wanted to write a story about male belly dancers, like, so bad. I outlined one once. Oh, my God. Maybe that's who he is. <laughs> Dancing. He wants to fly. Uh-huh. Ooh, doesn't like yelling and screaming. Well, he's a one of those taciturn, like... Which is one of my words I actually don't know if I'm pronouncing right. Um, that I've only really read. Like, he's just like a, a stoic, a stoic man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm like, okay, he grew up in a very stoic household. Very unkind environment, unkind parents. because, And so, like, the yelling and screaming kind of brings him back to that. Okay. Okay. He just doesn't like. Yeah. He doesn't like. And you're afraid of fireflies. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm. That's a little ridiculous for me. me. I need it. Well, we have. To, I was going to say, I'll give you a new one, but we're supposed to show that we can make anything work. So there you go. No, it's fine. But like, that's not ever a character quality I would assign myself. Uh, but sure. It's a little weird. I feel like it's only pertinent if like your character is moving to Louisiana or something where there are fireflies and where uh, that would actually inhibit you them. You know there are fireflies throughout most of the Midwest, right? Well, not in Utah. And if Louisiana is accurate, what I said is accurate. Moving on. Okay, just based on this little bit that I got, I am going to say that my my guy is a dancer. He's my belly dancer. Oh, no. He's going to be a belly dancer. So he's like a sexy man belly dancer. He probably needs to retire soon. but So he's old, but he's still got it. Okay. Okay. Wait, how old is he? I don't know. He's old enough to have gray hairs. He can't be he cannot be any younger than 40. Okay. Um I think I'm going to have him be a really buff 54-year-old. 54? Yeah, I like age gaps. That's what we're doing, oh, baby. We're playing into Charlie's likes. Well, 54, I get the ick if that age gap is more than 10 years. So my character is going to be 45. What? Yeah. No. Yeah, it's just 20 years. 20 years. I have two friends and their parents are 16 years apart. No. (laughs) My character's going to be 45. You can't tell me how old my character's going to be. Fine. Your character's 45. Be that way. (laughs) What's his name? My character is a girl. Both. No, I was thinking of mine. Oh. Um, Oh my gosh. We have to name them. Okay. Wait. Hold on. I have a name list. The first two names on my name list is going to be our names. Are you ready? No, I always hate all the names you come up with. Oh, I love yours. Yours is Grassle. <laughs> no, no, because it it sounds like it sounds like asshole. <laughs> oh, it does. A yeah, little no. Bit. <laughs> Mine is Adrian. Adrian. Okay. How about Danvis? No. <laughs> How about Fleur? You know, Caitlin hates my names. She hates. I think my it's names. because listening to because like they're just not I like feminine names for female characters I just it's a taste thing and like a lot of yours are like not as feminine as I like I think because like Danvis your mom's feminine Danvis isn't it's feminine, true a lot of them aren't which is fine how about how about Dan V 
Danvia. Sure, Danvia. Yay! Okay, moving on. We can't spend too much time on this. We have to make. I know. The story we have to happen. go. 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 This would be a lot easier if we actually had our characterization down, guys. So uh, we should have come up with characters before. Okay. <laughs> oh well. Ew, what is on me? Gross. Okay. <laughs> Caitlin, roll a roll your D, your D one hundred or whatever. Roll. We're gonna see what we're starting. Here we on. go. Uh, nineteen. <laughs> okay, this is how this is the catalyst to our story. Are you ready? It says, "That's when the cliff gave way beneath my feet." <laughs> Oh, wow. We're starting in media res, you guys. Perfect. What a perfect beginning. Well, we can lead up to it. We don't have to start there. So do our characters, are they going to already know each other? Um, Yeah. Like, are we writing? Okay. So like, we're me and Charlie. So we're probably going to write, we're writing a fantasy. It has to have fantasy elements. It has to be a romance. Oh, did you, you didn't, I mean, this would be like, probably beyond what you would have thought of, but you didn't come up with like a what, like a magic system or like table or like. Nope. Okay. I didn't know because, like, I didn't know we we're going to be writing fantasy. Oh. If you had rolled a one, this would be taking place in Salt Lake City. <laughs> and you guys, he'd still be a male belly dancer. So, <laughs> yeah, I would. Um, okay, so I think that that's going to be necessary. Is like we need to know before moving on what the fantasy elements of this are, because that's going to affect everything in the plot. Okay, do you want me to just do a generator that we have to make oh, work? Dear, I'm a little nervous, but I guess I'm, I need to. I need to yes Andy, right? That's the rules of improv. I've yes and I've never yeah. taken an improv class, and that's why I am no fun, you guys. <laughs> okay, here's what we can do. We can well. I was like, we can. I have a folder full of magic system ideas. But, like, if we accidentally pick a good one, I don't want everyone to know about it. Okay, how about this? You go through your folder and you pick one that you don't want to use. Okay, let me go through. Okay, brainstorming magic systems. Tell me when to stop. Stop. What is this one? Let's open up the docket. Okay, this says a lot of these aren't flushed out. It says the magic system dependent on what clothes are worn. Okay. There would be a lot to flesh out with that. Like, why? Is it the fabric? Where does the magic come from? Mm, we have to flesh it out. Oh, here. Magic source description generator. Let's find out where the magic comes from. Okay. In Thelsia, magic comes from the internal fountain. From it, magic energies seep into the world and enrich it with powers and enhances all life forms beyond their limits. Despite or perhaps because of these powers, war hasn't broken. Okay, listen. I already have what we're going to do. So we have our place is called Thelsia. Okay. And there is a magic fountain, the eternal fountain in the middle of it. Uh huh. And you, if you, you, everybody is allowed one set of magic clothing, and that magic clothing is dependent on like I don't know. We can do it on like your cast, your job, your your wealth, whatever you want to have it be. And you're allowed to and like if it's cotton, it'll be this, or maybe if it's a certain cut, it's this power. And you're allowed to wash it in this fountain once a week to get your magic. Okay, let's do um, it based on the material it is because um, that's easy to be like, well, you know, if you have material made out of cotton, it absorbs the water the best or whatever. So, like, people who are the highest class use cotton because it absorbs the most magic. So, let's do the material because I think that would be easy to delineate. Okay. And then, like, you know, uh, there would be things like, I don't know. Okay, look, I do not know the specific absorbencies of fabrics, you guys. So, like, don't come at me. And we're not going to look at it either. So, but I'm going to say because it's Bronze Age, we're going to mm-hmm. use three. 
for this because we don't want to spend the whole time coming up with the magic system. So we get flax, wool, and cotton. I don't know if they had cotton in the Bronze Age, but this is high fantasy. Yeah. I can do what I want. Do linen because they definitely had linen in ancient Egypt instead of, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Pick one of those to replace. So you got four? Oh, sure. Okay. Flax, wool, cotton, and – well, we can just take out cotton then if you want to just do three. Uh, sh- uh, I just don't know how absorbent the other ones are, and I know cotton's absorbent. <laughs> Okay, see, what would be, flax is kind of like cotton, like it's taken from plants, right? So I would say flax would be the lowest, and what would you say, cotton would be the highest, so maybe cotton, linen, wool, flax? Let's just get rid of wool, because like, I don't think anybody would be wearing wool in the same environment, but also wool is made in a completely different way, um, and all that kind of stuff, so. Yeah, and these are all plant-based Yeah, ones, they are. So cotton, linen flax okay what what abilities are we gonna get from these uh see this is the hardest part it's like coming if we're gonna have magic we have to make magic um we made it more difficult for ourselves we could say that the top fabric gives the uh the highest class of people the ability to keep that high class status so it'd be something like mind reading um or like luck even just like you know, because if they're lucky in business, lucky in whatever, like it's, I think it would be something that would reinforce the, because that's how it always goes in fantasy. Mm, something that reinforces that they're high class. Yeah, that reinforces the power structure that exists, right? Because obviously, like, we have to fight against it <laughs> <laughs> or something. I don't know. And then, I don't know. It depends on how big, because you tend to like more subtle magic, right? Like, you don't like massive magic. It depends on the book. Yeah. So, like, if you it depends on the book. do you want to go with something? Oh, it depends on the book. Do you want to go with so? <laughs> so you can talk. <laughs> do you want to go with something <gasps> like luck, or do you want to go with something like mind reading? Do you know, the cotton is stronger when wet. Oh, nice. We should make it super strength. Oh, that's not going to help an upper class. I mean, they wouldn't be the, able to. Sure, it would. I mean, I guess almost- it makes it. It immediately makes okay. So I guess I was picturing like a mercantile like economy, and this immediately makes mm-hmm. it much more of a Marshall type deal. But sure. Okay. Well, we can keep it mercantile. No, no, no. Well, we can do we can no. Let's do no. We can do this. I think it's good. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Cotton is strength, and it lasts for one week. Okay. We're gonna say all the magic. It lasts for one week, and then it that fizzles out if you can't wash it in the pool. If you lose your clothing, you're out of luck. Okay. <laughs> And then where does the clothing come from? I don't know. We're moving they on. make it. Um, and then what does linen have? Because that's the second one, right? Absorbency, um, also strength, <laughs> thermoregulation. Oh, abrasion resistant, anti-allergenic. Anti-allergenic. Though <laughs> so it says anti-allergic. Okay, that's not a word. <laughs> and it is not electrifying. Well, we won't do electricity then. I mean, they could just, like, I kind of am interested in thermal regulation. Like, what if they could, like, what Me if they too. live in the mountains and the people who have linen can go way up in the mountains or something? Like, they live. Yeah. Especially if it. So they just have heat and cold. That, I mean, I mean, the thing where it's, it's hard to, like, tear it or cut through it is interesting because, like, they just, cause it could make them, we could just say that they're, like, tough. Like, they're just generally resistant to, yeah. like, injury. And sickness or something. I like it. Flax. This is going to take my entire morning. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. It's soft, lustrous, and flexible. 
maybe ironically stronger than cotton but we're not gonna pretend like it's not okay <laughs> less elastic okay maybe they have the i don't know maybe they have the power of glamour like they can make themselves I was speaking that pretty too. yeah let's do glamour okay this is a weird society we're setting up, but I, I'm kind of into it. Well, we're trying to do it in an hour. So. <laughs> okay. So my guy obviously has to be a glamour guy. That's his, like, he's a be- belly dancer. He has to be hot. <laughs> <laughs> he has to be hot. Well, okay. Yep. What if he was raised by, like, super upper class parents but did something to, like, cast himself down and now he's got to be super hot? I don't even know. He doesn't want anyone to know what his real face looks like. <laughs> oh, I have to pick for my character. Um, she's going to be one of the tough ones. She's going to be a linen person, I think. So linen is, yeah. Oh, tough. Yeah. Thermo- I'm going to keep thermoregulation in there because I can. Mm-hmm. Okay. So why are they out on this cliff? I think there's a solar eclipse. First thing comes to my head and they're all out to see it. Okay. Do they know each other? Do they? Maybe, I don't know, maybe she's admired him from afar, but she's like, if I talk to this hot guy because he's one of the hot ones, then like, all my tough people will judge me or something. (laughs) Well, if you're like one of the mountain people, I'm definitely one of the city people. Yeah. We're different. We're different walks of life. Okay. Well, maybe they don't know each other. Okay. Maybe. Okay. What about this? Is it because we need a general... Okay, let's roll the dice again and see what happens. Maybe get another trope or something to throw in here instead of thinking of it. Should we do that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 36. (laughs) There's a secret princess, prince, king, queen. (laughs) Ooh, okay. Well, which either it's one of us or they're also, they're going to be with us when we fall off this cliff. So who is it? (laughs) I know. So it's either a third character or it's going to be one of us. Do you want to be a princess or a queen or king or secret? This is so done. It's so done. We're done, but this is what the people want, Charlie. Give the people what they want. Well, that's the point. Like, I told them, like, we want, like, really common tropes, so we're going to make them interesting. Look, this is going back to my idea. What if your parents were strength parents and you're like, they're really mean? Okay, what if you're the secret king? What if you're the secret king? And okay, so I'm the... I'm glamour and I'm the secret secret king. Yeah, so you should be strength. And then what's going to happen at the end of the story is you're going to be the first person to break tradition and wear um, mixed fiber (gasps) clothing. (gasps) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to assume that I know. That I know that I'm actually the heir or whatever. Okay. and But like your, maybe your parents, maybe your parents hid you with these um look we're gonna go full this will be very classic they hid you with these beauty people when you were like old enough to remember who you are so like 10 because there was a coup and um but they were terrible step parents to you and they treated you real bad because they didn't know who you were Mm -hmm. and they hate the strength people but if i'm if i'm like 54 why am i still there (laughs) Well, I don't know. That's a question only you can answer. Oh, wait. Let's say, so there was a coup, but this is Bronze Age. There's lots of people taking over. So let's have, like, another country has, like, taken us over. Okay. And, like, I've been watching a lot of The Chosen lately. So let's say it's, like, the Roman occupation of Israel. I kind of like that. So, like, we're still here. We still have our things, but we're being occupied 
by another country whose name is World Generator or Ocelrel. Ocelrel. So they have taken us over. We still live among all the people, but we just have these guards and everything that just lives within us all the time. We don't have, what's our place called? A Athelsian ruler on the throne. Um, and so even though I am technically the heir, I can't actually have the throne right now. And so you just remain in hiding because there's no way we can fight those people. Because obviously when they came in, they killed everybody, all the all the royal people. So nobody could complain about it. Mm-hmm. So are there any strength fabric people like left or? Yeah, they let's say they, they like murdered them all. And only Ocelrel people can wear cottons, can wear cottons. Okay, okay, okay got it. Got it. Okay, I like this already. This is good. Yes. And then you can automatically tell who it is. Like, they all have the clothing. And, like, we can do the whole dye thing, too. Like, rich people always have really richly dyed clothing, and the poor people don't. Mm-hmm. So my clothing, obviously, would be very pale and slacksy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I'm wearing real clothes and not just my little my little skirt with the beaded elastics over my hips. <laughs> Uh, yeah and mine will be like green or yellow because i think those are the most common dyes before like there were a lot of dyes so my character's wearing and she has green eyes anyways she's wearing green she looks good yeah it's fine it's good it's fine so this eclipse comes and it probably has something to do with our religion that we're not going to go into right now because this is not a world building (laughs) has something with our religion like oh my gosh this is a sign i'm just gonna go chosen way i'm like this is a sign that like our people's freedom is about to come or something or it's a sign Uh it's a great sign of change so we're all there's different religious sects that (laughs) that say there's a sign that's gonna come that means different things maybe we all believe something different about what it means um i believe it's gonna overthrow overthrow the usurpers you can believe it means something else I feel like the Ocelrel, is that right? I feel like they're like, this is a sign of our ascendancy. Or are they thrown into a panic because it's a sign that they are about to be eclipsed? Which of those things are happening yeah, in our maybe. city right now? Yeah. What does what do the mountain people think it's a sign of? Um, we'll go ahead and just to simplify, say the return of the true king. We'll go with okay. that. <laughs> okay, I like it. Uh-huh. Okay, so we're out looking for looking. It's like, wow, look, and everything gets quiet. I don't know if you guys have ever been in a solar eclipse. Everything's gotten really quiet. And it's suddenly very cold. And I'm out here thinking like, I'm <laughs> out here, Adrian's thinking like, this is really cool. But then everything gets really quiet and really cold. And it's like, this is really unsettling. Yeah, not what I expected for the sign for my people. And my character, yeah. if you if we're in a cliff, you've come up into the mountains for some reason. Everybody knows about this eclipse from the almanac. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody's up there. It's like, no, all the customers are gone anyway. So I'm up here too. Mm-hmm. And like looking around and and the only spot I could find happened to be near you. I don't even remember my character's name. It starts with Dan. <laughs> Dan Via. Dan Via. <laughs> And so I like lean over to you and say, what does it mean? And maybe like you can look to answer back and then the cliff gives way. And then the cliff gives way. Okay, then what happens? I'm going to roll again. You ready? Yes. Yes. It took us this long to set up the beginning of Okay, but this is what happens in fantasy though. And like hopefully I'm, I believe in Andy's powers to like have made that as brief as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're going to move forward with the story because in fantasy, so much of it is set up, right? Like that's how it goes. Okay, here we go. Ah, it says seven. Okay. 
Oh no. And then it was re- she was revealed to be my mother. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm younger than you. Um so we either would have to change the characters to make it work or we have to have a third person fall with us. A third person falls with us and it's just okay. some random old lady and we're like, who is this? And she, okay, and she's get got crushed and she's dying. Maybe you didn't know you're a king, but she reveals it now and tells you that the eclipse is your sign. There you go. You saved it. Okay. So we fall. <laughs> with this old lady. We managed to catch on. So I save you with a string of sexy beads. I save you with my toughness. <laughs> Well, I should roll two. Hold on. We're going to roll. Roll a d6. And if you get an even number, you're okay. And if you get an odd number, you're injured. Dang it, I'm injured. Me too. We're both injured. But this woman is dying and she's your mother. She came here to the mountains to tell you on the eclipse that you're the true king. Yeah, so I find out that my my mother tells me I'm the true king. Oh, but my power is that I'm tough. So like... I think that, like, oh. I have some bruises, and you yes. are more injured, and now I'm going to have to help you, like, get support and, like, return to the city to, like, become the true king. Okay, yeah. So let me figure out how injured I am. Roll the dice. Let's see what happens next. Ah. I got 26. <laughs> I love what you guys sent in. This is so funny. It says more weapons than can possibly fit on one person are removed. <laughs> okay, this is what's going to happen. I am pretty badly injured. We'll say I, yes. I, 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 not enough that I, not so much that the story has to stop, but like my shoulders dislocated. I, I got some broken mm-hmm. ribs, and so Andrin, An- is it Andrin? Yes, something like that. And your mom has just revealed to you your true identity. You're grappling with this. I help you. We're both injured. I get you because we're going to have to get somewhere, right? Yeah. I help you out of the rocks and I take you to the nearest like mountain people village, which is like because we've fallen. Maybe we've fallen yeah. like off yeah, the yeah, wrong yeah. side of the mountain or something basically. And so now we're far away from the kingdom. And so I take you to like the smallest, most like isolated, most backwoods like little village where they hate the pretty people and the strong people (laughs) and then they're like well your trust who want who should have the weapons is the question you you have all the weapons okay so then they're like well you must disarm yourself and then my character dan dan danvia is like fine and then she takes off she starts like just unstrapping weapons from her so she's like the fighter person now um so she just starts taking off like there's like an axe hidden in her pocket like there's knives all around her she has like (laughs) yes she has like one of those things like strapped around her thigh that's like full of knives yeah she does she takes all that stuff (laughs) and then danvia can turn to to andrin and say (laughs) do you have anything and he just says, like, in this moment of, like, clarific, like, of himself, he's like, he says, I never wear enough clothes to hide anything. <laughs> and the first flirt has happened! I'm sorry, guys. We are fantasy and romance writers. You know it's going to go this way. I'm so sorry. Okay. Roll a die. What okay. happens at the end? Um, 59. <laughs> This is they were roommates. <laughs> okay, so this is a really backwater place. There's only one room. It's probably like, is it even an is it an inn or is it like a farmer's like has a room in their house? 
because this is Bronze Age. I mean, they had ends in the Bronze Age, but. Gosh, I don't really know too. I know this is a little bit further in the past than my uh, stuff that I've actually like know a lot about. Oh, me um, too. So this is a rough draft. It's okay to get things wrong. <laughs> okay. This is our slightly anachronistic Bronze Age fantasy. It's a fantasy also. So like, yeah, we'll just say that. <clears throat> yeah. So we can BS what we want. Yeah. We'll just say that we get, we share a room because like I was there. So I'm the only person who knows your secret. <laughs> okay. So obviously once we're in this room, you're going to have to do anything you can to take care of me. Uh, Maybe yes. it's like, I just threw something on to like go out and see the solar eclipse. So like when you're taking care of Ab, Adrian, we'll say it's Adrian. Um, you're like, you like see all of my fancy, all of his fancy beads and stuff like that. So you know that I am a male sex. Well, you know that I'm a step above a male sex worker. So you're just a male stripper. <laughs> I'm basically a male stripper. Okay. So she's like, oh, this guy's the king. <laughs> like, I don't know about this. So in this room, we're going to get a little bit of backstory, I would say, from both characters. This yeah. is like the action is, is going to be slowing down. There's going to be a little bit of caretaking happening. Yeah, but we're just roommates, so it's not too sexy yet. We each have our own bed. Two twins. <laughs> Two twins. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we, we're trying to figure out what's going on. Do we want to do like reluctant king or I'm like, am I, is Andrew going to be like super gung-ho like it's up to me. I have to do this. Or are you going to be gung-ho? Like, are we both on the same page? Or are we on different pages? Okay. So my initial look, sometimes I, okay, you know, I will lean towards things that are a little more like done sometimes. But my initial, my gut instinct is that, that Danzia <laughs> is like, yes, finally, you can free us from these terrible people who start with an O. And... <laughs> And you're going to do this and it's going to be great, even though like she's like, okay, like maybe you're not the person I would have expected, but you can't, you know, like this is meant to be. And then um, your guy would be like, uh, I'm a 54 year old. (laughs) I don't know, maybe for better healing or for some reason he has to take his glamour off for a time being. Uh And he does and he's he looks different, but he's still hot. Oh my gosh. But he looks more like a dude, just a dude, like a hot, normal dude, dude. instead of like, I don't know, someone hot. And, but my character is like, hmm, I like you this way too. Cause when he does, yeah, she's like, I like you this way too. And then they have a Mm -hmm. moment of connection. Yeah. And obviously like if we had time to like dig into their personalities and everything like that, like those would be like moments of connection, but we don't, we're just trying to outline the basics of the story. So Caitlin, roll the die. Um, 58. Okay. You said 58. Okay. This is great. So now we have to include shape-shifting. So oh, no. either one of us can shape-shift or we have to get back to the palace. We have to, like, we have to get back. Like, we all we know is that we have to get home regardless of, or not. We're going to usurp the throne or whatever. We uh-huh. have to get back, but the way is closed. We have to go around. So this is going to be a little bit of a journey. I think we could run in to another people who are yes. shapeshifters. Yeah, okay, so that okay. was my thought. Or alternatively, we can find a cute shapeshifting animal companion. Ooh, I like cute. Ooh, let's find a herd of them and one of them chooses to stay with us. <laughs> one of them one of them loves us and like yes. we we come across it just as like one of the monsters that occupies this realm has like 
accidentally killed its or not accidentally but like you know killed its mom like a predator does and then we like are like oh no there's a baby and then like we Mm -hmm. nurture it and i feel Mm -hmm. like um your character is the more nurturing one in this relationship and my character is like it's just gonna slow us down (laughs) (laughs) yes so what are its shape-shifting abilities can it shape-shift into anything um yeah i mean like i think it should just be like a cute little animal with like a very cool color scheme that like shifts into other animals with a very cool color scheme you basically want the the lizard from tangled <laughs> well it, that thing just changes colors it doesn't shape let's have it be let's have it be really young so it's not great at it yet but it can shift yeah. into anything it learns but it cannot change its mass so yeah, it can change okay. it into a dinosaur, but it'll be a little two foot tall dinosaur. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, because I'm picturing this thing as like um, a really cute little like fox cat wolf type like thing that's like the adults are like maybe lion size, but the cubs are like, yeah, like uh, slightly bigger than like a small medium dog like a beagle i don't know <laughs> so and then i have a whole thing about how i'm gonna train it and mm-hmm. and dan Vietic think like you can't train something like that blah blah he's like you can train anything look how well are just look at how well people are trained and it could be a moment and then what if these okay should we have just discovered these but like or because these are two branches we could go down we just discovered them and we've never heard of them before and we're like whoa when we like learn what its powers are or mm-hmm. these animals are the, like, symbol of the kingdom. And so now that one has attached itself to you, the hidden king, that's a sign. Um, I like that. Obviously, this is going to come into the final battle and help us out. Yes. It grows very rapidly. <laughs> we, don't know all, we don't know how much time is going to pass in this story yet. Oh, that's right. So. Maybe this journey is taking us years. <laughs> Yeah, we don't know. So we're all the dice. Let's see what happens next. Okay. 53. Oh, I love it. Okay, this is going to take some 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 mind stuff. Okay, so this can't happen. Well, I guess it could happen now. It could also happen later. It okay. says the main character is actually the bad guy. Oh, okay. We have to write that. Okay, we have to put a pin in that and like put it to the end. I want that to be a big reveal. Yeah. But like, are you the bad guy or am I the bad guy? I don't know. Are you secretly a tyrant or am I secretly trying to undermine you? And also, how is it a love? It is. It's lovers to enemies. I Maybe along the way, because uh-huh. we are in the mountains. That's your territory. Yeah. So I think Danvia should should secretly be the bad guy. Okay. Um, and along the way, she runs into like her people or somebody like her people, learns information or something and wants to use... Well, how about this? How about she, like, when she learns who he is, she's like, I can use this, like, mm-hmm. you know, and it could be, the, like, you know, my family needs, like, you know, like, the people will pay and, like, I'll get power if I turn him in. So, like, she's just mm-hmm. not helping him for altruistic reasons. Well, and then she's like, a, what she's like a spy for, like, a third country, you um, know, because, like, she hates the, oh, people rule so much. I think that... Mm, I think that we could just go with she she just works for the O people. Um, Okay. What are they called again? Oserel. O-S-E-R-E-L. Oserel. Oserel. Okay. She works for the Oserel. She works for the Oserel. Well, and I don't think she, I think she doesn't work for them. She's just opportunistic. So she's like, ooh, I'm going to get this guy through the mountains and turn him in and be like, he's the, he's the lost king. And, like, they probably have, like, a necklace or something from his dying, like, his mom who died in the cliff falling to, like, prove it. And so, like, my character, 
like that's her motivation. But what's going to happen is, of course, along the way, because we're <laughs> we're you and me, like they're going to fall in love, and then she's going to he's going to find out that she was betraying him. But then she's going to be like, no, or something. Yeah. Or else, yeah. Or else we could just write it like the first book of a epic fantasy series in which I do fully betray you. <laughs> yeah, I'm always for full betrayals. Okay, yeah. roll. Okay. Thirty-two. Says. So Sweet mom turns mama bear and destroys bad guys. So this is the first thing I saw because we decided that I'm the maternal one, right? And I've got... You're the sweet mom. So we have to run into bad guys at some point along the way. Uh Uh-huh. And I go like, nutso. Uh-huh. And then, so I have to have some kind of, besides besides glamour, I have to have some kind of skill set that I can use to go mama bear. Ooh, okay. How about this? This is like part of what? What if your what if your secret mom gave you like a cotton like ribbon? So like it's not <gasps> a cotton shirt, but oh, you like I love it. put it on and like you wrap it around your wrist and then you like use it for the first time. Yes, we face bandits. Uh huh. And they're trying to steal our shapeshifter baby. It makes sense if I'm especially if I'm fifty four and I'm obviously at least somewhat jacked. <laughs> I would probably know at least a little bit of combat because I bet I would serve as a bouncer sometimes for the place where I work. Sure. Yeah. Well, and like, honestly, if you like dance on like a pole or like honestly dance at all, you do have a lot of natural strength. (laughs) So you're not not strong. Especially in my hot abs. So let's say that I'm like Andrew's been using his glamour to make him look like more of the people in this area. So they don't because this guy's really pale. Um, your character is not. So I'm going to say that he stands out a little bit. So he's been okay. using his glamour to fit in. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And we're going to say that only, like, people of the royal line can use more than one cloth at a time. And so when he uses this cotton thing, he still has his glamour up. And it's like, oh my gosh, you really are the true king. <gasps> oh no. Then no, 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 roll the die. Oh. <laughs> so we get into a fight. I say that it's bandits, because in my head, we're not back. We're still traveling. Yeah, no, I think that the bulk of this book would be like the adventure, like the traveling adventure. And then like you we at some point I think we're gonna have to so I got a fifty-nine. Um at some point I think we're gonna have to like gather an army or like we're gonna have to make it realistic that he could take the throne and like, oh yeah, like all the stuff keeps happening, like it's meant to be. It's meant to be that he's taking the throne. Also, I think in this story your guy would be the point of view character. Otherwise, like it would be given up that my character is just like yeah. gonna trade you in this whole time. If we want it to be a secret from the readers, it depends. Also, you have to pick a five or a nine because we already did 59. Um, Let's do five. Five. The boat starts to sink. Okay. Yep. We're on a river and the boat starts to sink. <laughs> We're crossing a river. Are we on a giant lake or do you want to go to ocean? No, I was going to go river. Like river. a big river. Yeah. Okay. Because mm-hmm. in the mountains. So then we have to cross gonna... a river. Uh-huh. And the boat starts to sink. Okay. Um, I think what we're going to come up to here, Charlie, is the hypothermia trope. I think what happens is... <laughs> hypothermia trope! So your guy gets hypothermia, and I keep him, and we have to then get together, because uh, my character, as long as she has, like, she could even just, like, wrap a linen around her wrist or something and and get down into her underpants or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, like, baby. Romance novels and keep your guy warm. Also, I think at this point, around here, the mm-hmm. one week uh, time bomb on the magic needs to wear off. Ooh. Okay, how far into the story do you think we are right now? 
it depends on how we want to write it because we can go super in depth on everything going up or not. Mm. In my head, we can be anywhere. I would say we can make this about 50% of the way through. Yeah, I was like, we could be anywhere from just with all the stuff that's happened. We could be anywhere from like chapter three to like the midpoint right now. Yeah, so we'll say we're in the midpoint because like there's so much we have to flush out that would easily make stuff longer. Yeah. So we're at the midpoint. I vote that our magic stops working. Okay, deal. Okay. No more magic right after this. Okay. But we did get the hypothermia scene in there, which Charlie loves. All that matters. (laughs) I do. I never get tired of that. Okay. Roll again. Um, 11. Have we done 11? Okay. Then something hit the window. I mean, I guess there weren't really any windows. We're outside. How can we make that work? Do they have glass? Uh, in you know, the windows don't have to be windows don't have to be no yeah they would have been made of other stuff like a lot of times i don't know if egyptians have we have to use it though we have to use it though so let's roll again but we'll have to use this hit something hit window say next right. time that we're in like in a building like we can have that happen did we already do seven yes okay <laughs> do you want to do six Sure, because I just rolled a 56. Uh, we can just do the six that I rolled. <laughs> you guys were cheating. I'm sorry. Charlie's Charlie's now manipulating the story. 56 is force proximity. We already have that. We got it. We're doing so it. We're going to go with six because <laughs> it's hilarious. They came okay. upon a colony of bees. <laughs> <laughs> this has just turned into like us having misadventures in the woods. Know, that's what it is, though. So we're finally better. This is because, no, this is why, because if we're doing a romance, my character mm-hmm. needs a chance to take care of your character. So something hits the window of the hive and makes the bees angry and you get hit and you don't have your magic anymore. So now you're sick. That's right. I'm not tough anymore. And I'm like, what is this? I never, bees couldn't ever pierce my skin. And it's like, shock. Yeah. Beehive. And now I get to play caretaker again. This is a lot. This is definitely a book written by women. <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah. Okay, roll. <laughs> um, 49. <laughs> Every time I roll a number, you start laughing. <laughs> One bad trope. <laughs> so this is how we're going to do it, because I think we're still traveling in the mountains, and there's not a ton of people. I say it starts raining. Like, let's get a big storm going. And there's mm-hmm. a little cave, but it's a really little cave. And so that's our one bed. And we have to be squished well, together to keep dry. And oh my gosh. Dandia has to lie in Andrin's arms because she's sick and sad and they're all cuddly again. Okay. And this is when this is when Andrin falls in love. Okay, perfect. I like it. Okay, so I feel like also we're going to have to come up upon a large, like a mid-sized town sometime soon where we can start like rallying support or something pretty soon. Well, you're trying to turn, you're trying to turn Andrin in. Oh, yeah. Well, I I don't know. I think we need to, we can't be in the mountains this whole book, can we? Okay. We can. We also don't have to. Okay. Well, let's see what what we roll. (laughs) Ready? 40. I think feeling like we already have that. It says morally gray love interest. Haha. <laughs> okay, I'll really get So that would be that would be Danvia. Yes. Uh 65. <laughs> okay, this is great. This is gonna add layers. It says the boyfriend is the murderer. So Danvia needs to have a sweetheart. 
Okay. okay. And so we'll establish she has a sweetheart. And then I think shortly at, right after this, and like Andrin is falling in love with her and they're almost like over this other pass and stuff like that. And the boyfriend has been looking for Dan Via mm-hmm. and he comes into the picture. Ooh. And then, I mean, like, does he try to kill? Is it Andrin? Is that his I'm <laughs> None of these names are sticking in my brain. Yeah, like, he could try to kill him. This could uh-huh. be when we get to a town and, like, something happens and he murders somebody. Well, how does that connect to us, though? Like, I feel like, oh, oh, okay, we could do this. What if Danvia is like, hey, boyfriend, like, we get to my town where I'm from and it's like, you know, like, a larger town in the mountains or, like, the kind of, like, central mountain people town. And she's like, hey, boyfriend this is the secret king. So I'm going to like turn him in and like, we're going to be rich. And the boyfriend is like, you can't do that. Like, because he's the king. So we need it. So like the boyfriend is like a good guy. Okay. And then um, she's like, well, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to, oh gosh, I had a way to connect this to murder. Like he could either attempt to, cause he can be, he can be an attempted murder. I think that's also close enough. Um, so he mm-hmm. and Danvia could then fight, and then Danvia could be like, Danvia could kill him, and then she could be like, Andrin, he tried to kill you. Like, you have to stay with me, so you're safe. <gasps> oh my gosh. And I've become even more morally gray. <laughs> oh my gosh. They fight. I'm writing this all down, even though we don't need to. <laughs> and this could be a good part of her arc, being like, what have I done? I've taken it too far and maybe start to question herself. Yeah. And, um, but also then she can be like, but if I'm going to get what I want, then like, I can't recruit other people to this cause. Like I have to do it myself. And so she could. Does she know what she wants? She wants money. She wants to turn him in for money. <laughs> so okay. she. So she's poor. Yeah. Like she probably wants to take care of her sick mom or something. I don't know. <laughs> so. Get out of. Or, or, blur, 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 blur. I keep wanting to say Olorothel because that's the name of a wizard city in another book I outlined. <laughs> Oserel. Yeah. She wants to get out of Oserel's clutches by using them to fill her own purse. Yeah, so she can escape to a distant land where, like, she doesn't have to worry about all this nonsense anymore. Um, <clears throat> so if she feels bad, hmm. I don't know, because she may try to, like, be like, oh, uh, like, all the people here are just going to kill you if they find you because they're traitors. So, like, we should go back into the woods by ourselves um, and try to stop him from actively seeking support. Or, I don't know, like, what do you think? Should we just roll again or? Yeah, we can roll again. If it doesn't match, we'll just have him go back into the woods. Okay. Uh, 27? Have I rolled that one? Someone has a secret identity, which we already have. It's me. Okay, again. Ah. Both of us have secret identities. Oh, it's you too. Yes. It's you more than me, I guess. I was thinking about myself. I'm sorry. That was selfish of me. Um, (laughs) 14. The car got a flat and broke down. Okay. So I would just take that to say it's like we do. It's going to be a horse. Well, yeah. Like we do. We we try to like get horses and go like back into the woods or whatever. But like pretty much immediately like they run away or something. Okay. So we get horses. So where are you still trying to take? Uh, Andrin to the yeah like she's still like I think she's she would be depending on her motivations because if she's really like pretty bad she could be telling him like you don't need 
you know, like you don't need these people like the gods will support you. Like look at all the signs we've gotten from like the eclipse and this shape-shifting creature who loves you. Or she's – because, yeah, like if that's her motivation, she's going to try and keep him from finding support and I think that's what she'd tell him. But if she's not evil and if she's second-guessing her motivations, like, oh, like – and maybe at some point they do see like in her town like the – bad guy um conquerors are there and like they're just being buttheads you know like in the town and she's like you know well earlier i mentioned that there are different there could be different religious sects i say that because people think it's funny when i say religious sects um (laughs) (laughs) that believe that the eclipse is for different things so maybe if she's having a change of heart she could take him to the religious guys who believe that that was a sign of like the overthrowing or the return of the king yeah and so to let them take care of yeah it. and so but then he's like but you i still need you to come with me you've been with me on this journey so far and that's when like those people are the ones who like give them horses and like maybe send some like guards mm. with them or something um but then the horses like they immediately run into like a circumstance where there's like a predator or like some kind of situation where the horses run away yeah so okay roll okay. um 18 <laughs> I'm sorry. Some of these are so random. It says, and then the ice sculpture exploded. Uh, I mean, if they're in, okay, if they're in a blizzard. They're wandering in a forest. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there's, there's like all kinds of weird creatures that live here. One looks like an ice sculpture, but it's actually a big bad monster. Okay. That could be another sign of something. Okay. If we had our religion sorted out, we would know. Yes. And it's what explodes and attacks, and then that's why the horses run away. Yes. Okay. Perfect. This is really good. If you guys want to ever, there's this concept in D&D called random encounters, <laughs> where, like, if people are traveling and you, things have gotten a little little boring and you want them to fight a monster, you just roll, and D&D will tell you what monster you fight. That's kind of what... <laughs> This is feeling like, but as you can see, like, you know, to keep it cohesive in the book, we're trying to build on the themes. We're trying to make everything affect the characters personally. Like it's not, so it's not just like random meaningless, right? Like, yeah. and that's kind of the important thing with this. So that means like either this is the climax or the climax is about to happen. Yes. Okay, let's go. 35. His father is actually oh, alive. Why does it fit so well? So they're stranded. They're stranded in the woods, and they discover his father. He's been living as a hermit in hiding this whole time. Well, if he was a king, I think he'd probably have a lot of like secret lawyer, loyal followers. Okay, his father has been gathering a resistance, and he's just been waiting for his son because his father is like eighty <laughs> and knows that he's <laughs> too old to carry the crown. And they've been trying to find a way to get his son, but then when they went to look, his son had disappeared. Like, the mom was maybe supposed to, like, maybe this is what they've been, you know what, Charlie, maybe this is the place they've been heading this whole time. Maybe this is where the mom sent them. So then we feel like we've reached a goal here, and it feels like it's, like, mm. the three-quarter mark of the story. There's, like, actually, we could pull that Hunchback and Notre Dame, and there's actually a map on the jewelry that he got from Yeah, them. like, the, the mom sent them here, so it makes sense that there's an army waiting at me. <laughs> the dad is here it makes sense and readers would have felt this whole time like the story actually had a real trajectory that we were getting closer to instead of a bunch of random encounters in the woods okay this is great so he's waiting for the sun yeah uh-huh. all right what happens next okay so now he has his army right 
I don't know if it's an army army, but he's got people. Yeah, he's got he's got a force that it could conceivably help go fight these people to take back the throne. You'd be interesting Hold if on. the boyfriend was trying to tell her, like, no, 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 like, he's going to save us. Like, I know that there are people who are trying to put the king on the throne, and I get mm-hmm. a hint of it before he meets his demise. Well, and I wonder, too, I mean, and I do like having my character kill him, but, like, if you don't want to go that bad, it could be that as she's meeting with her boyfriend – and she's also being all conflicted because she's like, oh, I'm getting feelings for this other guy, even though whatever. Um, they could be ra- – like, he could be one of these secret people who's working with the king, and they could be, like, raided by the invaders, and they could kill him. But then the boyfriend is secretly – like, the boyfriend is the murdered, not the murderer. Mm-hmm. But, like, it would fit. Yeah. He could kill some of the guys – he could kill some of those guys, too, and, like – Or maybe he's – he works for the the – Oh, Roman peoples too, and she's uh-huh. having a change of heart, and he's like, "No, we're going to do this," and he ends up killing somebody. Like, you can make him bad, you know. Yeah. There's a lot that you could do. Yeah, and then she has to kill him anyways. Either way, he's dead. It's fine. Okay, uh, twenty-three. Oh my gosh, everyone's a murderer. The nice lady next door was actually a murderer. <laughs> so I'm gonna say that this is a spy in the father's camp. Yeah. And she Who, murders the the father. Ooh, so now the dad is dead. Yeah. And now Andrin has to step up as or a- Adrian has to step up as the actual king and like when he thought that he'd been reunited with his father, but actually now his father is dead and the reunion was so brief that it's tragic instead of like nice. Yeah. Mhm. <sighs> yep. So now he's got to do something about it. So Yep. Like, so this is, they're going to have a plan. I don't think they would have an army big enough to like overthrow these people who are basically our Bronze Age Romans, but maybe it's enough to like, like stage a coup or like sneak into the palace and like kill the Caesar guy or something like that. So this is something I'd have to sit down and be like, okay, what are they capable of? I think, yeah, I think at this point we could say maybe they have enough people to seize key targets that key targets where they could control the city so like they can take over the they have enough people to like take over the palace take over the like armory or whatever if it's not in the palace but then they would have to raise more people before the armies came because like we could say this area is stable yeah Celsia or whatever it's called. It's a stable area. So there's not like an army here, mm-hmm. but there are definitely, it's occupied. Yeah. Um, but they know that an army will come. So they would have to like hope that the people, they could raise the people basically. Would rise up. Yeah. And yeah. like maybe they know where there's secret stores of like tons and tons of cotton fabric. And so like. Ooh, hand out the cotton. That's like their weapon is they're just going to arm the people with, with fabrics. And then it's going to break the caste system and everyone will be equal and be able to wear what fabrics they want. Anyways. Okay, so they're going to go see seize the key target. It's like a citadel yes. or something. Then what happens? Then what happens? 45. Have we done that one? The chosen one is not actually the chosen one. That is a fantastic twist. <gasps> he's not actually the king. What twist? He's not the king. But then, so the only thing is, it's like, if I do this thing with the magic system where you can't wield two, and they find out he's not actually the king, it's like, well, then how can you do this? So maybe it's a lie that you can't use to or... Yeah, I think that it's been a lie this whole time. I think that it was a lie that was even maybe put in place by the royal family forever ago. Um, and then it was made like a religious taboo to wear multiple fabrics. And so nobody had, like, you know. Okay, I'm going to say that the real king was someone else at the same place that he was raised. Uh-huh. Maybe they were friends, but like that kid. Did- and he and he died from smallpox. Yeah. I say that kid died of dysentery when he was like 16. <laughs> 
Yeah. But like everyone would always comment how they look alike or something. Oh, he could have died as a kid. Maybe his caretakers yeah. did know who he was. And he died as uh-huh. a kid. And they're like, oh, shiz. And they're like, we're just going to like, the parents haven't seen him forever. So we're going to do a kid swap. And then the parents uh-huh. died. And so nobody would have been able to tell. And he has, and that's why they gave him glamour powers. Because when he's in glamour, he looks like the real king. <laughs> It's, it is actually a really good twist. It's a really good twist. And he finds that out, like, right, maybe, like, as they're in the throne room of the Conquerors, like, somehow the Conquerors are like, uh, you're not the king. We killed that kid. <laughs> like, well, the Conquerors wouldn't know, but he knows. And he's the only one who knows. I don't know how he knows. Maybe, maybe one of his caretakers is there. Yeah. Who, like, because the only people who would know would be, like, the few people who were there. Because, like, I also okay. picture him not being at the same place that he originally was in that maybe he got moved around yeah so like well we can say he went into the city they went in with the resistance and they're hiding in the city now and they're getting ready to take it over and that like night before they're about to go fight like they're like oh sire you have a visitor and it's like the king's old nursemaid right and so she's like i nursed the king like i knew him he had this birthmark or something and this guy doesn't have this birthmark and this person's like uh you're not actually the king and then he's like, uh. <laughs> and then they would have to say, it's like, don't tell anybody. Like, we, if, we, if you want this to happen, we have to lie. Yeah. And I think that my character would probably maybe be there also. Because at this point, like, their romance has progressed to the point where they're like, spent, you know, like, we don't have secrets or whatever. Oh, yeah. They totally do something before the, the siege happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> if, it might be a kiss. It might be more than that. We'll see how we feel when we write it, which we won't. Yeah. And now she's like. She's, like, so troubled because, like, maybe – I don't know if you want to do this, but, like, we could be, like, maybe when they came into the city, she was, like, no, I really need to do this. And then she, like, tipped off somebody. And so, like, she has put that whole thing in jeopardy and now mm-hmm. she may have to pay a price for it. Okay. We'll see what happens next. Mm-hmm. Are you guys ready? Here okay. we go. Let's do one more. This is how it ends. Have we done 54? <laughs> no. It says he secretly loves her. Okay, so they, we get the confession of love. It happens. And she's like, it's not okay. a secret. <laughs> okay, 30. Confession? Okay, this is where it ends. So he has a confession of love. Maybe she doesn't love him yet. She's not there yet. She had a boyfriend, right? Uh-huh. So 30 is people are fake dating. <laughs> So she agrees in order to show union between the mountain people who they desperately need to fill their uh-huh. army, she's going to act like she's like his betrothed and she's going to be queen yeah. to get that people. And then all of that's going to be dealt with in book yeah. two. Yeah, I think, oh no, we've left our readers on a cliffhanger that we will never <laughs> resolve. Um, <laughs> so I think, okay, because I do think that once- Unless you guys want to stay, we can always play again. Oh my gosh. I think that once you get this far into a story, what starts to happen with these random tables that I was noticing as we got further on, our needs are for the story started becoming more and more specific. So it was harder yeah, to incorporate harder. the random stuff. We still managed to do it. Yeah. I think for the climax, what happens is she betrayed him. They go to fight the guy, but they're expecting them. But then to like, but she, he, when he says that he loves her and stuff i don't know if the fake dating thing will work at this point maybe that would be something for book two so we just say that like she then has her change of heart but like it's almost too late but then like she and right before this they're able to sneak to the fountain and get their magic back right Mm, yeah and so she like 
she sacrifices herself. I don't know if we want her to die or maybe just get captured, but like she does something to kind of sacrifice herself to make up for the crap that she's done this whole time to save him. And then like we end the book with either like her captured and taken away by the conquerors or dead, like depending on how we want to go with that. Like you could do either one. And her sacrifice has allowed him to achieve his goals to like take the to take the city, right? So they're holding just the city. And he's also then all he's like got this triumph, but he's also dealing with her betrayal because it would have been revealed in this like big scene, right? It'd be interesting if uh, she made it to the fountain um, alone and then this thing happens and it looks like she died, but she actually does have her toughness back intact. So she's still alive, but nobody knows everyone thinks she's dead. Yeah. I personally am a fan of the captured and dragged off by the conquerors ending because then I always love being dragged off by conquerors. <laughs> well, because then it's like, does he love her enough to go after her, even though she betrayed him? Like it just leaves you with a lot yeah. of options. That's so true. like, can she escape? Like, you know, that kind of stuff. Or if you want to really like hurt people, she just dies. <laughs> There's no redemption. She's dead. That romance is over. The rest of the series is about his second love interest can happen people do it uh, yep okay that's it you guys <laughs> i don't know how enjoyable that i had fun um especially like once we had established the world and the magic and that kind of stuff i think next time if we were to do this again we should have characters and setting and like if there is a magic system a magic system set up pre-recording oh, yeah. so i think well that's what i would change for next time but let us know if you guys enjoyed this thank you for listening it was kind of fun <laughs> what if we just it was it was amusing what if we just did a whole podcast and our whole podcast was just like rolling stories and (laughs) just tune in every week to hear the stories honestly i i would listen to a podcast like that let me see some of these the ones that we didn't get that didn't get picked character gets a hole in their shoe (laughs) call me these it was a cat all along that's a shapeshifter But then it turned into a snake. Oh no, it's still a shapeshifter. Then I stepped in two. <laughs> then we realized we didn't know who she was at all. Uh huh. And then the bottom fell out. And that's when the wheel came off my bike. <laughs> the grumpy one is soft for the sunshine one. Uh-huh. The conspiracy is coming out of the House of Congress. <laughs> the, the lamppost was never there. There's a kid oh. genius. There's a lovable stepdad. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, we could have made all this work. Twin. Okay, that would have been a funny one. <laughs> oh man, arranged marriage. The mentor is the real mastermind behind the villain plot. Perfect. Oh, there's caretaking trope in here, which we did get. Yes. The person who can help is an ex who hates the main character. <laughs> oh my god. Um, she didn't actually like the pudding. <laughs> Okay, if you guys like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review, and tell your friends. And again, if you want to donate, you can do so at charlieandhomburg.com slash podcast or at Instagram at your mom writes books. And we have a link in our bio. I am Charlie and Holmberg. I am the author of the Paper Magician series, the Spellbreaker series, the Numinous series, the Wimbrel House series, and many others. Um, and Caitlin has her Dragonsworn series being republished this year. We're very excited about it. Yeah, I'm Kayla McFarland. I live in the woods. I think Charlie just said, sorry, we were breaking up, but I'm just going to guess. Charlie, I think I heard her say something about the Dragon Sword series. 
it is coming out soon. Um, we've seen some covers. I've been very pleased with the progress on the covers. And um, thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. Oh, Charlie, do you have a pun? I thought that we would keep going with season four because you could say we're on a roll. Because we rolled dice, guys. It works. Okay. Yeah, we're having technical difficulties. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. Bye.